This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Today we live in, in a time of, of crisis and a nearness really to catastrophe on the planet that threatens the survival of the human race and all of the other species on the planet. It's a time of, of great crisis, more than we know, I believe, and also a time when God is calling us to great change. I think that everything that we need in order to face the challenges and the crises in our times are within us. And we need to bring it out because every, every person on the planet has a piece of that. It can do God's work in helping to restore the planet and to make this a place where love and peace prevail. Um, but we have to change our ways. It's a time where great, great change is needed and needed quickly and will draw forth from us um, potentials that really haven't been seen except in extraordinary people in the past. And these are potentials that are part of everyone. So at the very beginning of the Quaker movement, they had a very strong understanding of God's will for us and how to live, being different from the, the normal human will. And they discovered, when they, dis they discovered, first of all, the amazing presence of the divine within themselves and within everyone and within the world. But then there's, on the other hand, there's the, the will of the small individual self who feels afraid because of fear, has, has greed, of course has natural human desires, some of which become overpowering lusts, um, desires for comfort, for security, for social status. And when those desires are sort of in control, that's what they call the self. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Simplify patriots and welcome to the Patriot Cause. We're going to talk about bureaucrats. I had no idea what a bureaucrat was until pretty much I retired from the Marine Corps. Nobody tells you about these individuals that are appointed and not elected by people. Now, some of them can be elected, but in general, a bureaucrat is a person that is put into a position of government by those that have the authority to put them there. So we're going to get deep into understanding what is a bureaucrat. Also, who is Max Weber? Most of us have never heard of the term or the person called Max Weber, but he is very important in the understanding of forming the Western democracy as the elitists in this world want to tell us. So we'll talk about Max Weber. Last but not least, 
got to have a bonehead award. I want to call this a semi-bonehead because this guy says some stupid things and at the same time, he actually tells the truth. So it's a semi-bonehead based upon bureaucracy basics. So stay tuned. You're going to want to hear this bonehead. So let's start by understanding what is a bureaucrat. You got to put on your thinking cap and you got to open up your books and start reading. But I'm going to give you a quick definition of what a bureaucrat is. And if you don't know this, it's going to enlighten you like it did me many years ago. It is a French word, bureau, bureaucrat. In French, the word bureau is a desk. So a bureaucracy means basically government by people at a desk. <laughs> it's kind of funny, isn't it? If you got a desk, then you can be a bureaucrat. <laughs> That's pretty much how I look at it. And when I was in the government, I had a desk. So therefore, I guess I was a bureaucrat. Despite the bad mouthing they often get, partly because they usually have to stick so close to rules, bureaucrats do almost all the day-to-day -day work that keeps a government running. So this is the dictionary understanding of a bureaucrat. The idea of a bureaucracy is to split up the complicated task. Let me rephrase that, okay? The complicated task of governing a large country into smaller jobs that can be handled by specialists. So I'm going to take that sentence and tell you what the truth means. It means splitting up the unbelievable large government that was created into a smaller section of elitists or specialists that are in the government that tell you what is best for you. The Constitution was not written that way. The Constitution put the power in the state's purpose of that was so that people in that state were more attached to those people to control the bureaucracy. And the federal government had a very small role. Just keep us safe. Keep us from being attacked by somebody else. That's pretty much what the government, federal-wise, was supposed to do, according to the Constitution. A bureaucratic government is nothing new. This is a fact. And how can we know this? From the Roman Empire, of course. It was a, <coughs> excuse me, a republic. Remember? Roman Republic. 
had an enormous and complex bureaucracy with the bureaucrats at lower levels reporting to bureaucrats above them and so on up to the imperial holy highness Roman emperor himself. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? The little guys report to the medium guys that report to almost important guys to the elitists that run the country. That's bureaucracy at its best. Been there, done that. Spent seven years of my life in the government, couldn't handle it, and left, walked off the job because of this. There's no free-thinking people in the government. It's all based on rules. And when you got a book that's a thousand pages long that tells you how to do your job, that's bureaucracy. Can't use your thinking. Can't use your common sense. Can't make things better. You got to follow the rules. Which leads me to a person called Max Weber that actually, quote, started this bureaucracy in the Western sphere of the planet. The West was going into this enlightenment of science and all of these things that brought him brought us away from God and putting our trust in God instead we put our trust in science and the government and now we are at a massive peak of actually eliminating the true creator and the truth of how people are supposed to live and Max Weber was one of them. However, let me tell you something. He talks about the Protestant ethic. So he's coming at this from a godly perspective. When he started this bureaucracy conceptual idea as a sociologist. However, that is not where we're at today. Instead of incorporating God into our lives to help us to be better servants in the government for the people. We are now self-centered where it's all about me and progressing in this government and following the rules and not listening to the people that I am actually responsible to. So take a listen to this clip about Max Weber. Welcome all you great sociologists. Your famous colleague Max Weber defined authority as follows. Authority is the chance that someone will do my will. Max Weber described three socially accepted types of authority. The legal one is based on rules and laws. Rules and laws are ensured by bureaucracy. Orders only work within valid laws. The traditional one is based on traditional customs or the belief in a higher order. The monarchy is a classic example. 
A king receives the crown not because of his competence, but because of tradition. Charismatic authority is based on the charisma of a leader. Authority can be described as a kind of device, with the help of which a ruler enforces his will on people. Max Weber further distinguishes between authority and power. In contrast to authority, power can use any means to enforce a will. Authority accordingly requires a little voluntariness. Where no one accepts the laws, there is no legal rule. Where traditions count for nothing, there is no traditional rule. A guru without followers is not a charismatic one. Weber contradicts Karl Marx on this point, for whom authority is always based on power. If you are a Star Wars fan, please memorize the following phrase. Authority and power are not personal qualities. They are relational and depend on circumstances. Any form of authority depends on being accepted by others. Memorize, please. And, have you noticed? Excellent. You are so a brilliant sociologist. So within two minutes, we are now sociologists. That's how simple it is. And that's what bureaucracy is all about. Because I sit behind a desk, I have power. I have the ability to change the rules and add to them. Which is exactly where we're at today. The, the Constitution of the United States, the real Constitution, if you put it in a book, it's about 30 small pages, little pamphlet pages. But today, the Constitution that the government uses is 13,000 pages of all of these rules. No wonder we can't live our lives in a free society. Because there's rules for everything. Everything we do is now under bureaucracy. And not common sense. Like our forefathers developed this country to be. We eliminated a king from this country. So that the people can have freedom and live their lives without bureaucracy. But 240 plus years later, here we are, right back like we were before the country was formed. That's how simple it is, bureaucracy. So how do you solve this problem? We solve the problem by conservative freedom values being put back into the government and crush all this bureaucracy, reduce the size of the government, reduce the regulations so that people can live their lives and be Americans again. Last but not least, the Bonehead Award. 
Like I said, it's a semi-bonehead, so he does say some good things, but at the same time, he's a bonehead. So this is the Bureaucracy Basics, a crash course on government and politics. Take a listen to this bonehead. So if people hate bureaucracies so much and compare them unfavorably with Google and Amazon, why do we have them? Well, the main reason is that bureaucracies are efficient. They make it easier for government to accomplish tasks quickly and to basically operate at all. In the U.S., federal bureaucrats fulfill a number of specific important functions. One, bureaucrats implement the laws that Congress writes. It's, have you ever read a law? They're pretty complicated. It's a good idea to have experts who can interpret them and put them into action. Two, bureaucrats also make and enforce their own rules. But this isn't as action heroish as it sounds. And three, they settle disputes through a process called administrative adjudication, which makes them kind of like courts. Now, since I know that all of you have been paying extremely close attention to these episodes, you know that at least two of those functions are problematic in ways that go beyond making rules that seem Byzantine or stupid, or both. Byzantupid. The big concern here is the separation of powers, which you remember is the idea that power is divided between three branches of government. Technically, the federal bureaucracy is part of the executive branch, but it's so big that it dwarfs the other two branches and can easily overpower them. Much like I overpower this eagle. That's right, Eagle. I make my own rules, like a bureaucracy. But an even more troubling, to some people, aspect of bureaucracies is what they actually do. So let's go to the thought bubble. Bureaucracies don't just enforce the rules, they make new ones, called regulations. In doing this, they are acting like a legislature, especially since the rules have the force of law and people can be punished for breaking them. For example, if you say sticks on TV, the FCC can fine you, just like the local law enforcement would if you broke a state law against speeding. And don't say sticks to the cop. But according to the Constitution, Congress is supposed to make the laws, so if you're a constitutional formalist, this is going to give you fits. On the other hand, the rulemaking process allows for a degree of popular participation that goes way beyond what happens in Congress. In 2014, Congress called for the mandatory notice and comment period on new FCC rules on the issue of net neutrality. Any person can read the proposed rules, which are not easy to understand, and offer a public comment, including suggestions for new rules using the internet. The bureaucracy is required to read the comments, and they can be incorporated into the final rules that are published in the Federal Register. So in a way, federal rulemaking is more democratic than congressional lawmaking, but it's still not in the Constitution. Let's start off with his bonehead remark that bureaucracy is efficient. Absolutely not. Leading by citizens of free states is efficient, not bureaucracy. You don't become a government official so you can write a law just so you can climb the ladder. But that's exactly what has been going on for over a century in this country. It's no longer taking care of the citizens is what can I do to make me famous in the government. And also he talks about that the federal rule making is not in the Constitution. Exactly. But it doesn't matter. All the branches of the government just create crap. The president with his executive orders, the judicial system making laws which, which they cannot do, they can only write and suggest how to change laws. And then it's got to go through the legislative system and get voted by the representative of the people. So, as you can tell, bonehead people are training and teaching our kids today 
to understand that bureaucracy is a good thing. I wonder why. Maybe it's because they trust in the government and they want the government to rule their lives so they don't have to think or do anything. And that's exactly what I believe. Share the podcast. Love all you listeners. Get this out there. I'm asking you to spend some time, really spend some time emailing, Facebook, whatever social media that you do and say, look, go listen to the truth so you can understand what's going on. And then maybe these people will get off the couch, elect their local, state, federal people that represent them that do not want to be part of bureaucracy, that they really believe that they're supporting you and reduce, absolutely reduce the regulation and the bureaucracy in America. Stand up, show up, speak up. This is the Gunny out.